Welcome to another episode of Top Year, the only podcast brave enough to give you a definitive and unbiased ranking of the last 150 years of history. This week on the podcast, the boys are joined by special guest, Somerset Drayton. She was a smoker until she was 117, and at the time of her retirement, which I couldn't find, she had not had any major injuries besides a minor broken ankle. Wilson's true genius continues to be revealed. Such a niche fact. Yeah. How do I do it? (laughs) (laughs) It's really good. (laughs) And the Grover conspiracy deepens. Was Grover your activation word? (laughs) (laughs) Grover! So sit back, relax, throw away your history books, and enjoy episode 29 of Top Year. Welcome back to uh, the the world's greatest podcast of all time, Top Year. Best of all time, <laughs> correct. Best to ever do it. Episode 29, after you said this. It is episode yeah. 29. <laughs> yeah. Yes. We actually have a guest this week. <gasps> no way. Yes way. Huge moment. Who yeah. is it? It's my sister. What? Hi. Whoa. I'm Somerset. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually going crazy right now. It's very visual about the fact that I'm smiling like an absolute loon. I'm so excited. I'm a big fan. Thanks for coming. It's very nice to have you here with us. Thanks for inviting me, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks On for being such a short notice as yeah. well. Oh, right, right place, right time. I'm a professional, guys. I'm, I did do improv for a period of time, so I'm pretty good at this. Oh, my no God. No pressure. More qualified than us. You're more funny than us, though. <laughs> <laughs> you, you don't say that. <laughs> and you wear Crocs, just like your brother. Not yeah. anymore. They're off right now because my feet are got too sweaty. <laughs> <laughs> It's improv, guys. Yikes. Fair enough. <laughs> it's a lie. No end. Yeah. All right. I, you, you're a big fan of the show. I am such a big fan of the show. I'm going to put you on the spot here. Okay. Favorite moment that we've talked about. Whoa. Could favorite, be anything, but favorite moment. Favorite moment. A really big one for me that I giggled at. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you so, answering this so sincerely? Because it's funny. <laughs> Get shut the f- up. I mean, <laughs> oh my god! I missed. <laughs> oh dear. I immediately. I got so excited. I immediately forgot. <laughs> this is a G-rated show. Well, educational. <laughs> okay, okay. Hold on. Scratch that. Yeah. I laugh because I'm related to Wilson. I get to laugh at him all the time. But Lyndon Bro Johnson has yeah. got to be one of my favorite moments. Oh, gee. Wow, that's that like and episode two. Or yeah, something. that and you guys' obsession with m- breaching Mach 10, <laughs> jumping out of a plane. Oh, you're a Joe Kittinger fan. That's what I'm hearing. A oh, huge Joe Kittinger fan. I'm not sure fan. if it was Mark 10 jumping out of a plane. It's, it's Mark it 0.9, like, yeah. but... <laughs> what? <laughs> hey, yes. <laughs> someone listened to last week's episode. Oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah. I have a question for you, someone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What's your favorite Ninja Turtle? Oh, that's a really good question. Michelangelo, actually. baby, all the way. That, that's a top-year answer. Like <laughs> for, the, for the listeners... We each have a turtle <laughs> hanging off our microphone. Um, we each have a turtle hanging off our microphone, and I have Michelangelo. And he's about to kiss him. 
Well, I like, did kiss him on the head. Oh. On the head. We've all got not on, on the mouth. Us. Yeah, I've and got then, Donatella hanging that, that by his bow weed staff. handy Manny. <laughs> We're uh. not going to get him down. <laughs> should, we, so, should we start? What did we talk about last week? Oh, oh no, <laughs> guys, this is going to go on forever. Last week we did 1960. That was mine, and. Uh, I was pretty happy with it. It it ended up at number six on the year two with a score of seventy five. Now Not good enough. I was pre- I mean pretty happy with it to be fair. Like it wasn't a crazy year, but some notable things: the Beatles were formed. They went down to the Mariana Trench, and Joe went all the way up, <laughs> all the way up. The Paralympics began. Uh, Domino's was founded. Um, there was the Greensboro sit-ins, um, and there was the biggest ever earthquake. The Valdivia oh, earthquake. That one was crazy. That was pretty crazy. <laughs> so that's what we talked about last week. Yeah. This this week we are doing 1996 and it's me. This is a big one, I reckon. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> before oh, we do oh, that. Actually, before we go, I have a very important question. What? How are you feeling? <sighs> I'm feeling... Oh, blindsided. Uh, I'm feeling a bit blindsided because you stole my question. <laughs> 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 but that's okay. I'm also feeling happy. That's so boring. That's the most and vanilla word we've had. I'm feeling glad because we it, have a fan. It just got more of a Gosh. <laughs> we have a fan, evidence of a fan right in front of us. I feel exhilarated Dude, have, right now. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I, keep, I keep letting you guys work. I'm letting you guys gel, you know, classic banter, the top here boys. <laughs> <laughs> but also I feel exhilarated right now. Sick. That's uh, yeah. a word. Okay, yeah. I'm feeling a bit weary. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry to bring the vibe down, but as soon as I hear these facts from 1996, oh, wow. It's going to go kind of crazy. Skyrocket. How are you, mm. Wilson? I'm feeling whimsical. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Timothy wow. Chalamet is really Wonka. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Why? I don't know, just because. Yeah. There's a word I saw. <laughs> Doesn't even need an explanation. It do be like that sometimes. Yeah, dude. A bit be. of whimsy. It is like it right now. Mm. All right, let's go. Yeah, all right. <laughs> we've got the uh, US president here who was uh, Bill Clinton, which I don't think we've, Damn. we've talked about him. Not yet. I can't flex my president knowledge this week. Were you studying the list again? I was going to say. Or? No, I, number I, I he was? The real question is, as uh, a fan. I have it okay. written down. Let me guess. Is the list real? That's my real question. What? Is the president list. Is, it, is, it, <laughs> is the president list real or is it a mental list? Is he 41? Oh, 42, that's actually really uh, close. Kyle, oh, get back to the list, mate. Skipped. Study Damn. a bit more. He took office at the end of the Cold War and he was the first baby boomer president. He was 46 years old. He was the third youngest president with JFK and Teddy Roosevelt being before him as being younger. All right. Bruh. How did they let a baby <laughs> be president? <laughs> Settle down. Sorry, I just got to jump in there with a funny zinger. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> a bit of the funny... Yeah, some mm. geef. Geef. <laughs> that was my last episode. Bit of geef. Um, Paul Keating was the Prime Minister until the 11th of March of 1996. Then the goat, John Howard. Hey, yo. Hey. And he served as Prime Minister from the 11th of March 1996 to the 3rd of December 2007, making it the longest term of a Prime Minister after the goat, Robert Menzies. Mm. Wow. Yeah. A couple of goats. Robert, yeah. Robert Menzies did his 40 year or something stupid. You're so wrong, but I like the passion. <laughs> a lot of years. <laughs> a veteran. Was it 12? A true veteran. Oh, something like that. I think. Just, I just shy of 20, I remember, I'm pretty sure. It was yeah. a lot. It was a lot. Yeah, It wasn't yeah. 40, though. No. He's a veteran, though. <laughs> Some could say. 
Anyway, moving on whilst Kyle figures that out. 18. Famous 18. <laughs> See, just shy of 20. I was right the second time. Our <laughs> <laughs> uh, famous births. These people are now 26 or 27. Oh. We've got Florence Pugh, Haley Steinfeld, Harris Dickinson. Uh, Who's that? An actor. Tell <laughs> <laughs> okay. me a single thing he's in. He's in. Um, Harris Dickinson? Yes. Harris Dickinson. I'll tell you what he's in. Uh, he's in tri- Triangle of Sadness. Yes. Yo! I did my research. And um, I'm trying to find if there's a really wacky one, but no. Nah. Beach Rats from 2017. <laughs> Beach Rats. <laughs> yes. Beach All right. Uh, Caitlin Diva. Never heard of that. Her. <laughs> Anya Taylor Joy. <laughs> Anya Taylor Joy. Yeah. Tom Holland. Emma Mackey. Zendaya. Paul Meskel. Sophie Turner. Ty Sheridan. Connor Swindles. Or Swindells, I think is actually pronounced. And Skylar Gizondo. <laughs> Gazondis. Classic. Yeah. Just a, a list that I had no idea <laughs> were the same age. I didn't know half the people on that list, to be honest. I didn't know half yeah. the people, but it, yeah, it is a one? little bit. Skylar Gizondo. It's a little bit. Why did I Why did I think that Zendaya was younger than Tom Holland? I didn't know they were the same age. <sighs> That's crazy. Wow. <sighs> Thanks. <laughs> what the hell? Can you tell their siblings? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my bad. Uh, I've got some deaths. We've got Tupac. Uh, oh. yeah. Is he really wow. dead, though? That's, That's the real question. I was going to bring that up. Is he really dead? Or is he in, um, I forget The where. Bermuda Triangle. <laughs> <laughs> He's just swimming around. <laughs> He's just Has anyone checked the Bermuda Triangle recently? <laughs> he he could just be swimming. He could be. <laughs> Living off sashimi. <laughs> What? <laughs> oh, like, okay. What? Does that not make sense? No, no, no. I get what you're saying. Just out of the craziest thing to, you can say. <laughs> Sorry, guys. <laughs> okay, who else? Who else? Gene Kelly. Mm-hmm. Morton Gould. Morton. Oh, good name. Good <laughs> yeah. name. This is like 1996 <laughs> is kind of like a perfect year because it has like goofy old names, but then like modern names, you know? So and the baby names. To making me go on a goofy tangent. <laughs> Quick, move on from Goofy. <laughs> <laughs> We've got Bria Garson, who was an actress. Spyro Agnew. Spyro. Spyro. Oh. <laughs> Sick name. The Spyro. Whoa. Spyro the Purple Dragon. I was about to say the Spyro the Purple Perhaps, Dragon. Hopefully, I mean, Spyro hopefully didn't die in 1996. Last name check. <laughs> 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 when was Spyro? Anyway, moving on. We've got Walter Kerr. Um... Uh, Tiny Tim. Oh. <laughs> Tiny Tim. Rest in peace. Why was he so tiny? He was tipping, tipping, towing through the two lists. Also, not to spoil 1998, <laughs> but Spyro came out in 1998. That's two crazy. years after <laughs> Spyro re- died. Reborn. <laughs> 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 mm. like, a, like a purple dragon from the ashes. All right, keep going. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> um, and we've got Don Simpson. He was a movie producer and his movies gross over $3 billion worldwide. Oh my God. He's the Don. Wow. wow. <laughs> the Don. Not John. He's the Don. Mm. Yeah. Nice. I know my stuff, guys. <laughs> We've got some movies. We've got Scream, Independence Day, Fargo, Trainspotting, Crash, Primal Fear, Mission Impossible, original Mission Impossible, The, the Cable Guy, Escape from L.A., 
Jerry Maguire, Bottle Rocket, Romeo plus Juliet, Matilda, <laughs> From Dusk Till Dawn, Jingle All the Way. I love a that classic. Movie. One of my favorites. <laughs> Put the cookie down. <laughs> nice. Mars <laughs> Attacks, Arnold Twister, Happy Gilmore and Space Jam. Oh. Oof, wow. Yeah. What a year. Pretty, Golden era. Pretty, pretty big. No wonder Don made $3 billion. <laughs> <laughs> I've got some, some telly shows. Everybody Loves Raymond started in 1996. That includes me, by the way. Do you love Raymond? I'm everybody. Oh, damn. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> uh, Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Started in that year as well. Yeah. Can hey I just Arnold? jump in? Shh, go for it. Has Ray Romano been in anything <laughs> besides Everybody Loves Raymond and nah, Ice man. Age? <laughs> <laughs> the Ice Age side. I think he peaked in both of those. Uh, he he peaked as How dare you forget um, Paddleton from 2019. Made for Love in 2021 to 2022. Or Get Shorty from 2017 to 2019. Or the classic Vinyl. Or Bupkiss. <laughs> now that one I know. Heaven Can Wait. <laughs> what? What's with, the, what's with this guy in love and names of things with... He's got a Thanks. rich discography. Hannah, Mont- Hannah Montana is listed on there as well. Oh, so yeah. he, he's, he plays Billy Ray Cyrus. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What other TV shows? Uh, Dexter's Laboratory. Okay. Mm. Um, Superman the Animated Series. Cool. And I've got a, a dumb little fact. Dave Chappelle was in a spinoff from Home Improvement called Buddies. It premiered on the 5th of March and was cancelled on the 3rd of April after just five episodes. <laughs> 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 Brutal. Poor Dave. Brutal. Buddies. Buddies. Such a niche fact. Yeah. How do I do it? <laughs> it's really good. Uh, we've got the top 10 songs. Mm. We've got the Macarena, oh. <laughs> which was huge. Big. This Still year. Is. Yeah. Uh, One Sweet Day by Mariah Carey. Because You Loved Me by Celine Dion. Nobody Knows the Tony Ridge Project. Always Be My Baby, Mariah Carey. Uh, Give Me One Reason, Tracy Chapman. The Crossroads, Bone Thugs and Harmony. Damn. <laughs> With an that, M. That's a song. Bone Thugs and Harmony. Are they the artist? Those, yep. are, those are my top three priorities, obviously. <laughs> 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 Welcome to Top. <Tokyo>. Yeah. <laughs> that was a zinger. <laughs> Zing. <laughs> I Love You Always Forever, Donna Lewis. You're Making Me High, Tony Braxton, uh, and Twisted by Keith Sweat. Ew. Keith also, Sweat or the other I've one? done a little bit of added research for you, Wilson. How dare you? Um, and another show that came out in 1996 was Arthur. Uh, oh, what? The oh. classic animated <laughs> television show, The Arthur. Speckled Aardvark. Wow. Yeah, man. That's, that's a great. That's a great addition. Yeah. Thank you. Oh, I have a, another weird addition to the songs. The X-Files theme was number 15 on the Australian Top 100 <laughs> charts for 1996. That goes and crazy. <laughs> and you know what? In 1996, our dad was probably the only Bumped person listening that. to that song. <laughs> <laughs> he would have bumped them charts. And David Bowie and Pink Floyd were inducted into Rock and Roll Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Nice. Whoa. Good additions. Cool. Yeah. We've got some uh, <clears throat> books. A Game of Thrones by George R. R. Martin. Wow. Yeah. Airframe by Michael Crichton. Bridget Jones's Diary by Helen Fielding. Cause of Death by Patricia Cornwell. Mm. Fight Club by Chuck 
Pala. I don't know how to say his last name, I'll be honest with you. Pala Newick. Confidence. Yeah, nice. <laughs> Is that and, it? Oh, yeah. It's, not me. No, I don't know. And The Green Mile by Stephen King. Oh. Yeah. Some crackers. Yeah. Feeling nice. Sport. We've got the Atlantic Olympic Games with uh, Muhammad Ali. <coughs> Excuse me. <coughs> oh, dear. Lit the cauldron at the start of the Games. And for the first time in Olympic history... All 97 recognised National Olympic committees were represented at the Games. Beach volleyball, mountain biking, the lightweight, lightweight rowing and women's football made their first appearances and sailor Hubert Radischel became the first ever person to compete in nine Olympic Games. Whoa. Nine. Hubert. Do you know what sport they were um, competing in? Sailing. Oh. Yeah. Pretty, pretty fancy. Okay. I say myself. And in 1996, the boxing career of former heavyweight champion Tommy Morrison ended when he tested positive for HIV. However, in 2007, two nationally renowned HIV experts retained by the New York Times concluded that the 1996 results had been a false positive. Whoa. Yeah. When was this? Whoa. 1996. When did they figure it out? 2007. Oh. Yeah. Brutal. That's crazy. Yeah. And a fun little fact here. The cost of a Super Bowl ad was $1.05 million. Is that from our favourite website? It is. Yes. I'm not going to give it away. Don't tell where it is. It's the greatest website of all time. (laughs) Classic rip. Yeah. That's a lot of money. Imagine going that long thinking that you were positive HIV for it to be false. What? Yeah, Almost 20 years later. No, 10, 10 years. 10, later. 11 yeah, years. I can't do any maths today, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Far right. out. We that is crazy, can't. though. Yeah. What the heck? Pretty brutal. <clears throat> and actually, uh, I will be adding more for the Atlanta Olympic Games later. Just a little, little teaser. Inventions. The Red Bull energy drink enters the US market. Yo. Didn't we already talk about that? Yeah, I can't because remember Because of the skydiving incident was... A promotional thing for Red Bull. No, we talked about it for something else. Though. The recent was it one, for something? The, the, the bomb gut one. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I think there was something else. I think mm. you mentioned it. I think it was. I talked about it being like made or made. something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I yeah. don't know. Formulated. Huge. Didn't give you wings yet. Wasn't <laughs> <laughs> <Isn't> refined. <laughs> and this is just a, a random fact, but also an invention. It wasn't until 1996 that minivans had sliding doors on both sides of the second row. Before then, minivans did not have a sliding door on the driver's side. Wait, so you had to... <laughs> so they had you one had to like sliding climb. door. They had one sliding door on the passenger side. And then two so regular doors. Yeah. Isn't that the most embarrassing thing to have to <laughs> ask someone? <laughs> Sorry, I need to go first. I need to come through to drive. <laughs> What? If you have to like pass through the passenger before they Surely go in. Surely it's just in the yeah. bedroom. No, they had, they had two at the front. It was okay. the second row. They had okay, thank God. <laughs> Why did I think it was only on no driver gets in? You can only come in through. It's a push car. I can't, I can't <laughs> wait for more minivan updates in the future. Oof. It's going to be kind of huge. It's going to be nuts. <laughs> uh, the first DVD player was created by Japanese electronic, elect- electronic vendors Toshiba. In November, wow, nice, yeah. I love. Sorry, I love the way that Toshiba sounds. Toshiba, Toshiba. It's pretty awesome. Bye. Toshiba is a cool word. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye. We Bye. had a, a mini a live, live audience. audience for twenty minutes. 
Yeah. This was a good test. <laughs> see if we could actually do it in front of people and they would laugh. And they did laugh. So. Yeah. But they just walked out. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so what good point. the heck? <laughs> what the heck? Continuing on with the inventions, we've got uh, the USB, or known as the Universal Serial Bus, was developed and introduced in 1996. It was bussing. I know. <laughs> <laughs> who, who knew that USB meant Universal Serial Bus? As someone who works in a, in a news agent, I did, yes. Oh, just awful. The USB expert. <laughs> I'm not an expert. I just sell them and people are like, what does it stand for? So I had to Google it. So people actually ask that when they buy a USB. Yeah. So when they say USB driver, US, it's a bus driver. <laughs> oh! <laughs> That's kind of sick, actually. Yep. This one, I wouldn't know if, I don't know where to put this anywhere else, so I kind of chucked in inventions, but it's more scientific advancement. This is the discovery of Earth's, how Earth's inner core works. For a long time, Scientists thought that Earth's inner core was static and didn't move. But in 1996, after 30 years of data gathering, researchers learned it spins faster than the rest of the planet. This work changes how we understand our planetary, our planetary home. Our planetary home. <laughs> That's such a nice way to say yeah. it. How fast does it spin, do we know? No idea, but faster go. than Let's Earth. Let's find out. First <laughs> factoid. Yeah. Whilst you're doing that, yeah, motor motor Motorola's Motorola fire out. <laughs> <laughs> StarTac was the first flip phone. It was released in 1996, and its small, portable, lightweight size made it perfect for the market. That does sound ah. perfect. Yeah, and yeah. it weighed less than 110 grams. Whoa! Yeah. Wow. That's light. Like, that's tiny. That's yeah. So small. I tried to look for some world records. Whoa! Did you find them? I did. I found, I found a couple. Okay. I looked at one because I thought this was very impressive. The Guinness Book of World Records from 1996 sells for $245. Damn. Yeah. Now or in yeah, the- Yeah, now. No, no, now. <laughs> <laughs> um, Wait, how much? $245 for a book. Oh, uh, records. Goodness. Whoa. In 1996. Can I quickly just say, I've been looking at the rotation of the S core. Like, I'm trying to Google it. And I think we need a section on this show of like we discuss those questions that pop up <laughs> because they are so good. I love them. And one of them is what what if the earth stops spinning for one hour? Huge. And the first thing that comes up, it just says, it wouldn't be good. <laughs> <laughs> you don't say like- <laughs> How good is Google? And, oh, I, and I like because I'm I am cheating a little bit because I'm sitting next to Max, which means I can I can have a peek. I do like that after we learn that <laughs> if the Earth stops spinning for one hour, the rest of the questions are way less. What if the Earth stops <laughs> spinning for five seconds? <laughs> like testing how not good it would be <laughs> for how long. Like if it was one second, would it be fine? Like yeah. Anyway, yeah. sorry. Back to the uh, good. records. Do we know how fast it was spinning though? The core. Uh, fast. It was yeah, hard to find. <laughs> There's lots of information about like P waves and like speeds of things moving through the S core, P-waves. as opposed to like the actual. <laughs> yeah. yeah, nice. Love that from you. Hey, settle down. <laughs> <laughs> this is a family friendly show. Don't. <laughs> <laughs> You're done. <laughs> 
<laughs> I've been voted off. <laughs> we actually do like having you here. So please, like, we do. Oh, that's kind of cute, guys. The world record for keeping the original 1996 Tamagotchi alive is 89 days. Whoa! That doesn't seem like long. Wait, it's not long. <laughs> Wait. Wait, so in 1996, the longest people were keeping their Tamagotchi alive yeah, was three months. It died. <laughs> what is going on? What? Dude, my Tamagotchi was still alive after years when I revisited that hoe. I mean, that thing. <laughs> Okay, the average lifespan of a Tamagotchi is only 12 days. <laughs> oh, no. okay, so that is pretty impressive. It's, it's impressive, 89 days. Whoa. Like, apparently the longest living one lived for 145 years. Whoa. How long has Tamagotchi been around? What was it doing? Hey, wait, what? Maybe yeah. there's like a cartoon or something. Oh. It's just like a, a lone Tamagotchi in the middle. Of well, because <laughs> I will, I will I admit, know. I used to have one, and I would leave it for like days at a time. I wouldn't feed oh, it, no. or I wouldn't water it, and then I'd eighty-nine come, days. I, I, I would dead. come back, and it would be fine. And Did you would, have a nineteen ninety-six original? No. <laughs> Do they come back to life? Or are they? I think you again? can restart. Like you just you can you can just reset them. But mine, I think, just stayed alive. I feel bad for that little guy. It's still alive it's, now. It's dead now. <laughs> it's still kicking. Did you not mention them getting in? That's. Did you mention them in the invention section? No, I didn't actually. Oh. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> Spoiler alert! I've already done it. <laughs> Tamagotchi was birthed. I don't know if mm. it was or was it. I'm just saying the 1996 one. Yeah, it was released by Bandai in November 23, 1996 in Japan. But, okay, but was so it invented go. or was that version? Great yeah. question. It was because really the 1996 question. Tamagotchi was alive for 89 days. That is, wow. that's the OG Tamagotchi. Uh, yeah. Why is that people OG? saying 146 years then? Well, no, this is, this is the original one. <laughs> Probably a, a shorter lifespan. <laughs> mm. Such a dumb conversation. Love me some anyway, Tamagotchi talk. Uh, moving on. The uh, world record for the largest at attendance at Olympic Games was at the Al Atlantic Summer Games with a record breaking 8.3 million tickets sold. Yeah. That's quite oh, a few. Yeah, that's anyway, a lot. What did you guys just okay. giggle? In <laughs> 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 top year fashion, we've, we're laughing about something and we just moved on. Yeah, we just did you say on. the longest one was alive for 145 years? 140, yeah, yeah, something like that. <laughs> Not human years, boy. <laughs> We just found out it's 145 Tama years, as in Tamagotchi years. What, what's what's the exchange rate? I need to know. <laughs> I need to know. I have no idea. But all it says is like 145 Tama years. <laughs> so you read, you read you didn't read past ta years. You just read oh, 145 wait. years. I didn't see Tama years. Wait, so the baby stage is 24 hours, which is roughly the equivalent of one year in Tama years. So then 145 years is 145 days. Oh. Oh, oh so this Tamagotchi lived to 89. Maybe and that was the record. And now we've we've nearly doubled the record. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. The But I think, oh, this is getting so confusing. <laughs> I have a question. <laughs> I never thought we'd get into Tamagotchi <gasps> oh politics. Oh my gosh. Uh, uh, nothing. I was just going to try to get us back on topic. Meanwhile, at the, the ranch. Hey. Wow. You are a dork. <laughs> anyway. Did you guys hear the fact about the Olympic Games? No. 8.3 million tickets were sold and it was a record. It still is the most amount of tickets to our most largest attendance to Olympic Games. That's awesome. Oh, fun. Yeah. Now we have a kind of a cool fact. Gene Calment is documented in 1996 as the oldest living person of all time. 
146. Living, uh, no, a living... <laughs> Tammy years? <or>? Tammy years. <laughs> <laughs> living a record, 122 years and 164 days. Wow. She was a smoker until she was 117. And at the time of her retirement, which I couldn't find, she had not had any major injuries besides a minor broken ankle. She was born in 1875. Super centenarian. Oh, yeah. And I won't spoil when she died. Very super. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. So you guys in the top year time span, she was born and died. But True. lived for like a, a huge yeah. chunk of it. 22 years. 122 yeah. years. And a smoker until 117. Yeah. What a queen. She, yeah. She doesn't care. Anti-smoking ads must hate her. <laughs> <laughs> and I've got, I've got like, I was going to put like, I'd only have in the comic characters section. There wasn't many that was created because of a big event. So I've put that in here. But we've got Birds of Prey were created, which has a movie now. And a uh, big event happened. Marvel Comics filed for bankruptcy in 1996. The bankruptcy was filed by American businessman Ronald Perelman, who filed for it without shareholder consent so he could move forward with his own plans for the company. This started a major legal battle, which was lost, and Isaac Perlmutter and Avi Arad, who were the executives of Toy Biz, arose as the new owners of Marvel two years later. Whoa. Yeah. Whoa. So the, the, the thing that kicked off this filing for bankruptcy was they had an Avengers Fantastic Four crossover that like no one, I think like a thousand people bought across the whole country. And then they were like, no, nah, this sucks. <laughs> Put this in the bin. <laughs> And they just immediately and they immediately file for, file for bankruptcy. Whoa! Yeah, so they immediately they got kicked to the dungeon and then they quit. Pretty much. Whoa! This guy wanted couldn't, couldn't be you, Wilson. Yeah. Couldn't. And be you. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> <laughs> they were in six hundred and ten million dollars debt. Whoa! Whoa! Yeah, that's a lot. Good thing they did. Yeah. didn't yeah. go bankrupt. Pretty crazy to think where what Ronald Perelman would do with the company. Mm. Um, but another weird... Oh, were you going to say something? Oh, no, I was just going to say in terms of comic debuts, I just looked into it because I was curious about this whole like because they were filing for bankruptcy. An independent person released a comic called Atomic Chili and that just sounded really cool to me in 1996. It's a guy just called Atomic Chili. <laughs> What's his superpower? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> he just like touches you in the eyes <laughs> with chili fingers. <laughs> <It's Ew. laughs> Makes you cry. Anyway. Yeah. We might, yeah. We might anyway. put a photo of that on Instagram. That could be good. Yeah. I've got another strange Marvel fact. Marvel Comics writer Mark Gruenwald, upon his death in 1996, requested that his ashes were mixed with the printing ink for the collected edition of his series Supreme or Squadron Supreme. Most printings of this book probably contain some of his remains. Oh. Yeah. Whoa. That's kind of cool. So if he went... <laughs> I think it's pretty cool. It's gross, but it's kind of cool. Not to be a super dork, but if he were to haunt you, then if you just like light book. that on fire, <laughs> then he'd go away. In theory, yeah. Oh, God. Maybe <laughs> we should get some of it to remains. That's that should be the next um, guest on the pod. The ashes <laughs> of, of the Mark Grunwald. Mark, <laughs> I don't want that. <laughs> Why? I don't know. 
Okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> video games. Big year for video games. Huge year, in fact. A top year, would you say? A top year for video games, yes. Because the Nintendo 64 was released. Oh. And the previous year, the original PlayStation, 1995, the original PlayStation was released. Oh. So in 1996, Super Mario 64, Mario Kart 64, original Crash Bandicoot, first Resident Evil, first Tomb Raider game, FIFA 97, Madden 97... And our, I think some NBA game, all were released for both Nintendo 64 and the original PlayStation. Did Mario come out on PlayStation? Oh, sorry. I meant That's some okay. of them. Crash Bandicoot Down came out on PlayStation and Nintendo 64. That's yeah. a lot. Yeah. That's a good launch. Oh. Yeah. That's a smorgasbord of, Ooh, yeah. of our and games. <laughs> weird fact when looking into the, the video games... While creating the first Tomb Raider games, a developer increasing Lara Croft's breast size by 50% accidentally enlarged them by 150%. (laughs) (laughs) The marketing campaign uh, emphasised Lara's exaggerated body and the game became a number one hit. Yikes. Lara Croft Croft has been very famous across all of her games about the body physics. That's all I'm going to say about that. Yeah. Yikes. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> it's just very random. That is random. So he did that? Did, no, apparently it wasn't. I, I looked into it. They kept it. It went to go 50%, made it 150%. <laughs> Before he could change it, everyone on like, the board went, yeah, that's cool. <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and then they shipped it. <laughs> Wait, so they greenlit it immediately. <laughs> Pretty <laughs> much. They went, yeah, nice. And that's <laughs> the finished product. Like what, what yeah. the game? Yeah. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Yeah, pretty... Pretty absurd. Seemed to have worked. Yeah. Made a lot of money. Mm. Uh, we've got the baby names. And like I said, we had Greer and like <laughs> Spyro. <laughs> but we're, we're into the new names. Steve. No. S- LeBron. Always got to go for my man, John. No. Michael. Oh. <laughs> yes. Oh. Uh, David. No. Max. No. William. No. Alex? No. This must be so fun to listen to. <laughs> yeah. I'll, just, I'll hit with the, 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 the female names. Emily, Jessica, Ashley, Sarah, and Samantha. Okay. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah so it's very They're different from quite like modern, hey? Margaret yeah. and Karen. Mm. <laughs> and we've got, for the men, Michael, Matthew, Jacob, Chris... <laughs> Topher. Yo! The return of Chris and Topher. Topher is back. The twins in the Wait, making. I thought you were joking. Is Topher in the top? Yeah, Topher's in the top. How? Again, yeah. I've never ever met a Topher. <laughs> 1996 <laughs> is not long ago. Surely there's some of them around. Okay, but missed opportunity for anyone who's having twin boys to call and one Chris, Chris and, and Topher. And have them hate you for the rest of their life. Or <laughs> troll. Call them Topher. <laughs> and gopher. <laughs> or now, gopher. Now that's like that's like goofy and goofy. Like you can't do that. <laughs> yeah, no. You can't just put Goofier them. and Geefier. <laughs> Geefiest. <laughs> that's the triplet. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just refreshing my George myself Geef. of what a gopher looks like. 
<laughs> a gopher is like a little, it looks like a oh little what? rodent. Did you really need a refresher on that? Well, I didn't know that. <laughs> yes. Was that essential? <laughs> oh. What? <laughs> Instagram, Instagram, that's going up. Oh my gosh. That, that so looks like me. Oh, that's a farmer. <laughs> yeah, farmer gopher. Okay, for context, there's a terrifying picture of a gopher. <laughs> Actually crazy. But bring it. I don't remember phrases. Back at the ranch. Back at, back the, at ranch. the ranch. Back Meanwhile, the ranch. back at the ranch. The most popular sandwich. Oh, I <gasps> thought you forgot. You oh. went this far and I was like, Wilson. I was on. waiting. This is this is my brainchild. It has to be grilled cheese. <laughs> this 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 year <laughs> is a different kind of year. Innovation? What? No. There's innovation in the sandwich scene. Is there another Melbourne in the um, sandwich no, no, no. cup? It's, it's again? even better. Oh. At the 1996 MTV Movie Awards, hosted by one Ben Stiller, <gasps> they had a category <laughs> of best sandwich in a movie. What? Whoa! Oh the nominees were <gasps> yes. the turkey club sandwich from Four Rooms, the submarine sandwich with tomatoes and the provolone from Goldeneye. Provolone. Provolone. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> and the ham and cheese on sliced bread from Smoke. Can you guess? Only three. Only three. Can you guess which one won? The underdog ham and cheese has got yeah, it. Yes. Yep. <laughs> ham and cheese took the crown as what, the, what was the most popular ham and sandwich in a movie. I, kn- so, I knew that sandwich would solo. <laughs> so when they get up and they accept the award. <laughs> do they have to bring the sandwich? Do, what or? do they say? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> do they have a sandwich in their pocket or something? And they, They've got her. Okay. So I've typed in ham and cheese from Smoke Movie 1996 and there's just a photo of John Ham. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, valid. I would vote that sandwich if John Ham John Ham was in it. Couldn't find the other one though. <sighs> yeah, that's where I got it from. John T is showing us some content. He has to subscribe to MTV. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, oh, true. I didn't mention that. They only did it once. This this category. This category. Why? That's so funny. Yeah. For one year only. Yeah. That's so funny. Yeah. Can you name any other memorable sandwiches from movies though? <sighs> Royale with cheese. Is that a sandwich? The Krabby Patty. The cr- <sighs> True. Mm. That's a really that's a hard one to beat. Is a it a sandwich or a burger? It depends. Oh, it yeah. depends how much it debuted, but like it's the, going the philosophy of I don't know. Oh, don't you dare bring <laughs> Why not? You guys never heard of the Elvis? Oh. It's debuted in a couple of movies and, and TV Yikes. shows and things. It's like a whole glazed donut, bacon, 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 more like breakfast food, like egg, cheese, bacon, and then a whole nother glazed donut underneath. So it's oh. like glazed donut, glazed donut, and then breakfast food sandwiched in between. Oh boy. Give us a- Top of your taste test coming up. No, I, ref- I actually refuse. <laughs> some people, some people half-ass the Elvis and they cut the like the glazed donut in half, and then oh, it's like half and right. half. But then, if you're doing a classic Elvis, two you know your stuff. Full. Yeah, yeah man. Alrighty, no. let's, let's get back. What's to happening ranch? at the ranch? <laughs> the ranch. There's actually the Nobel prizes. Oh, well, yeah. that's kind of yeah. wholesome at the ranch. Yeah, there's some <laughs> names that I will not pronounce correctly, but we're going straight in. The Nobel Peace Prize was awarded jointly to Carlos Felipe Gemes Bello and Jose Ramos Horta for their work towards a just and peaceful solution to the conflict in East Timor. Nice. Yeah. The Nobel Prize in Physics was awarded jointly to David M. Lee, Douglas D. 
Osheroff and David C. Richardson for their discovery of the superfluidity in helium-3. There's three? <laughs> Dude, I loved the sequel, but helium-3 was oh, <laughs> too much. Went crazy. <laughs> it was very fluid. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the Nobel Prize in Chemistry was awarded jointly to Robert F. Curl Jr., Sir... Harlot W. Crotto and Richard E. Smalley for their discovery of fullness. Fullness. There were so many words, but I don't think I actually <laughs> absorbed a single one. Of fullness. They ate the Elvis and they went, I thought I was full, but I'm fullness. I'm fuller now. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm the fullness I can be. Uh, the Nobel Prize in Literature was awarded to Wiz Law. Simborska. Wiz Law? As in like... W-I-S-L-A-W-A. Sorry, I just think about like Wiz Law, like you have to get fast law. Quick. Snappy law. Snappy law, Wiz. They won for poetry that with ironic precision allows the historical and bibli... Bibliographical context to come to light in fragments of human reality. Wow. Not for a particular text, but for the the poetry that she wrote. Nice. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And to top off the context of this year, we've got the population, which in 1996 the population on the Earth was 5.812 billion. Jeez Louise. 5.82 billion. We're crawling up. Yeah, we're getting up. there, guys. Getting there. What mm. was it in 1991 or two? It was something. I don't know. Definitely wasn't five, I don't think. Yeah. <laughs> it was It was getting there. I think it was in the. I was still in the four billions, but close to five. Mm. So they just be making babies. Anyway, <laughs> moving to the events of the year, the big events. Dolly the sheep. <gasps> the Dolly the cloned sheep. Was what? born on the fifth of July, nineteen ninety six. Oh. She lived until the fourteenth of February, two thousand and and she was named after the singer Dolly Parton because her DNA com- came from a mammary gland cell. Nice, dude. What does that have to do with Dolly Parton? Titty shape. <laughs> mammary be the titty. Dolly Parton had a good set. No, yeah. delete that, delete that, delete that. I, actually, you know what's funny about you? No! When I Googled Dolly the cloned sheep, one of the things that came up was she was named after Busty Singer, I Dolly Parton. Oh. Yeah. That's the, mam- see, the mammary gene. Yeah. Just in time. That's such That's- a, why though? I don't know. Okay, but guys, if you Googled Dolly Parton. Settle down, dude. <laughs> Gosh. The Dolly the sheep, that's actually huge. Pr- pretty cool. Yeah. A cloned sheep. I'm thinking technology. I'm thinking ahead. Technological advancement. Well, mm. It's getting points. Mm. I'll take it. I'll take it. Because, like, that that was the first step in, you know, some pretty big science, shall we say. We shall yes. say. Mm. Now, let me take you on a ancient history top year special. Nice. Please. Ancient? Ancient history. <laughs> We're going back to, like, I don't even know what year this was, like 400 something. We're going to the, I'm not kidding. Why? Okay, sorry. <laughs> yeah. It'll all make sense. Wait, man. 
Thanks. <laughs> We're going back to the Peloponnesian War, which was a civil conflict between Athens and Athens and its allies, which was called the Delian League and Sparta. As Thuc- Thucydides himself, <laughs> where is this going? Just <laughs> did, did this actually comes round. This actually comes round perfectly. But just Thucydides <laughs> himself noted. It was the result of political, economic and military rise of Athens in the aftermath of the Persian Wars, which threatened the prominent place of Sparta in the Greek affairs. The war lasted for 31 years. Athens and Sparta signed a six-year peace treaty, yet they continued to fight even after the peace treaty was signed. Now, this leads us to 1996, where the mayors of both Sparta and Athens met in Sparta and announced there were planning to give a proper ending to the Peloponnesian War, as there had been supposedly no official peace treaty that either nation actually followed. So in 1996, the two nations wrote up a peace treaty and they both signed it, ending the war, the Peloponnesian War, officially. That so went from the like year 400. Yeah, something 1500 like 1500-year war. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. Pretty cool. NGO, mind-blowing. I was so confused as to where that was going. I was with you that whole time, but I was just like, what are we doing here? Let's see when it was, actually. That's crazy. 431 BC. BC? (laughs) (laughs) Whoa. Double take. BC. Damn. All right, well, there you go. Imagine imagine unofficially having that over your head. But I was gonna say they're not they're obviously not fighting. Like no, no. is there hosti- I wonder if there was hostility or there if it was just been. technically it hadn't I been. think it might have just been like a technical thing. Like a cold that war. Is, is, yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like it's it's like hanging over their heads. It's not necessarily something that's a threat, but I feel like it would be so interesting having that like unresolved. Yeah, yeah it's it's, it's crazy. Cool Do you need a sneeze? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I'll probably sneeze later. Who knows? Wow. Okay. Like, yeah, that's cool. Yeah. I thought that was kind of neat. Uh, yeah. You know, first top year forte to the BC years. Yeah. Let's, <laughs> I like yeah. it. Let's keep doing that. The debut of before Christ. Once we do all the episodes between 1850 and now, then. Yeah, we'll start the. We're the going the BC. <laughs> <laughs> I think we can go 1850 back. No, I no. Think we should go <laughs> the sweet spot. You guys, you guys do love having a habit of going back in time. Yeah, because cool. you got you got to get the context. It's good. This is a history podcast. I don't think podcast. you've ever gone. You've never gone that far. Kyle stated it very correctly. Yeah, this is a history podcast. Let's get it to number one on the history charts. And it is <laughs> yes. crazy that your first guest knows also nothing about history. Well, that's kind of our mo. Like, yeah, yeah, man. I'm just oh, here. Maybe we should like. Anyway, this is an off-air conversation. Don't worry. Yep. <laughs> All right, moving on. This one is such a stark difference to the last one. A man broke into the New Zealand radio station Star FM and held the manager hostage. His one demand was for the station to play The Rainbow Connection by Kermit the Frog. <gasps> I heard about this. I do the same Oh, my thing. gosh. <laughs> yeah. Pretty reasonable, pretty reasonable reaction. Yeah. He went in and told everybody he had a bomb yeah. and held the manager hostage, yeah. didn't have a bomb. I actually couldn't find if they played it or not. I looked hard. They did? <laughs> what do you mean you've heard of this before? Yeah, Some what? I, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I may not know a lot about history, but I do have a little bit of, of – this is such a side tangent. Keep it in or don't. Who knows? But I really love the law behind radio studios. So, like, before – 
What? Okay, shush, shush, shush. <laughs> Guys, bear with Dude. me here. Bear with me here. There's some serious stories in radio. So for example, like when um, science fiction was at its peak, we had the radio show and then the like police getting called. Oh, the War of the Worlds. War of the Worlds. War of the Worlds. Mm. Police getting called. There's been a bunch of those different things where like people are trying to really interact with radio as if it was their life. Some random Some random guy wants- really wanted a song because he he couldn't find, I think... Don't quote me on this. But at that point, they didn't have, like, call-in numbers or, like, they at least didn't use them as frequently. And so, like, if you wanted to get your recommended song, you had to go in there and... Nearly like, kill people. Yeah. There so had I think to be another Effective way. method. There's got to be another way. I think way. that they, they, they did... They at, least, <laughs> yeah. they at least alluded to playing it. I don't know whether or not they did, but they explicitly said that they were to comfort him. So I don't know whether or not they actually did. <sighs> I don't know why it's interesting. What year did that song come out? I wonder. I don't know, actually. (laughs) Would have been in the 60s. Why you got a laptop in front of you? Yeah, true. Whilst everyone's doing a little bit of research, I've got a... This is like a... This is a singular, very self-contained fact. The inventor of Ethernet, Robert Metcalf, Metcalf, predicted that the internet would collapse in 1996, promising to eat his words if not... In 1997, he took a printed copy of his column that predicted the collapse, put it in the blender, put it in a blender with some liquid, and then drank it. Yeah, love it. <laughs> Respect. That's a noble man. Yeah. You know what? Fair enough. <laughs> live your life, man. Man of his word. Yeah. yeah. Apparently, the um, Muppet hostage was 12 hours long. Whoa. Situation. Yep. How did it end though? Like, the just real, played the song. I don't know. The but you can't, is, you can't take someone hostage and, and then just, just like, get away with it. Yeah, exactly. And also, if they're it's New Zealand, man, live, went, oh, hey, bro, it's all good. They're live <laughs> on air while it's happening. So then, are they just like, oh my god, he's got us hostage? Up next is <laughs> <laughs> the Rainbow Connection by the Frog. <laughs> and like, obviously, he'd have to be wearing headphones. To be, oh, maybe not in 1996, or maybe, but he'd have to wear headphones to listen to what they're listening to on the radio. How would he know if they're putting it on? Luck of the draw, man. I think we've talked about this song enough, so I won't bring anything more up. But I do when, we, I when it's it. the release year, oh, I'm keen to just. <laughs> it's great illusion. It's It's been recognized for some pretty good things. Oh, yeah, go figure. The man was charged with kidnapping. Yeah, okay. As you'd expect. <laughs> hmm. Yeah. You know. Okay. Yeah. Get that cake and eat it too, I guess. I, guys, it's late. <laughs> yeah, this is I'm going to clock out anyway. Um. <laughs> top you after hours. Okay, what, I know I just said that I wasn't going to say anything, <laughs> but I need to real quick, super duper fast. In 2020, apparently Kim the Frog released a new performance of the song on social media to lift spirits oh, during the pandemic. Kim is a legend for that. What a hero. Yeah. He knows secrets about Grover, but he's a good bloke. Yeah, he's hiding just, something about him. Why'd you bring him. that up? I, no reason. Just huge investigation. Mm. Mensa is not. True, Mensa's... We're going to get kicked out of Mensa at some point. No. I don't want to, but... Just get back to the ranch. Yeah, all right. <laughs> Sorry, guys. The first person to stream their life on the internet was a 19-year-old woman. Okay. Jennifer okay, hold on. <laughs> Give us a little more That's enthusiasm. More <laughs> I've, I've had to go back. I can't think about Grover. Sorry. <laughs> You're in sleeper mode. I'll start that again. <laughs> Was Grover your activation work? <laughs> <laughs> Grover. 
The first person to stream their life on the internet was a 19-year-old woman, Jennifer Ringley, on the Genicam, broadcasted her life from her college dorm room 24-7. At its peak, she got 7 million hits per day, a significant proportion of the internet at the time. Wow. She was the original Twitch streamer? (laughs) Yes. All day. All day? Genicam. (laughs) That's pretty big. Yeah. 7 million people. 7 million people a day. Watching her like I study, doubt she, got, she wouldn't Would have got paid study? for it either. No, probably not, right? No, no. A lot of people do that now on like TikTok Live. They just like mm. study, <laughs> and they have like the <laughs> in the background. <laughs> this is not what I was talking about. But <laughs> get up, like love that for you. Right, okay, wow, well, yeah. <sighs> Time to get serious, everyone. This is not a laughing matter. The Centennial Olympic Park bombing. The Atlantic, uh, Atlanta Olympic Park bombing was a domestic terrorist pipe bombing attack on the Centennial Olympic Park in Atlanta, Georgia. On July 27th, during the Summer Olympics, um, what was his name? Eric Robert Rudolph uh, dropped a pipe bomb into the middle of the crowd. The blast directly killed one person and injured 111 people. Another person later died of a heart attack. The attack was a protest due to Eric Robert Rudolph's anti-abortion, anti-gay views. He pled guilty to the crimes and when pleading, he said he felt no regrets for his actions. So, pretty awful. He will not be invited on the pod. He's dead, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, that's not. And a, a weird... It's not savory. Kind of... Fun fact, not a fun fact, sorry. A fact on top of this. Mm. The reason this was able to happen was because the Centennial Olympic Park was not officially part of the security for the overall Olympic Games. And so he was able to get in with the pipe bomb and detonate it. Wow. Is this this what started security for the Olympic Park? No, they had it. But I think it was a newer, like, arena for Uh the Olympics. They didn't fully, like, have enough security for it. So he was able to like... So he was able to get through. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty sad. Yeah. And this is a weird relationship to another episode. Was it last week we talked about how France was going to start testing nuclear bombs? Yes. In 1960. 1960. The list, the list of... After you guys talked about it's that. It's true. In 1996... France declares they will no longer test nuclear weapons. Hey. Its president, Jacques Chirac, says, following international outcry, uh, he states, following international outcry over the tests in the Pacific. Oh. There you go. Uplifting. So, what, a 36 year period? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they just they stopped it, which I think is so weird that we've gone last episode, they started it. Yeah. <laughs> and this one, it's, it's done. That's, that's the magic of the randomizer, because now when we learn about what happened in between, Mind blown. Beautiful. Mm. It's a nice yeah. full circle moment. Yeah. Mm. And we've got, gosh, these are all, I should have arranged these better. The FBI arrests Theodore or Ted Kaczynski, the Unabomber, ending a nearly two decade long domestic terrorism campaign. Kaczynski's bombing had killed three people and injured many others. But they got him at a lake house. That's good. Yeah. His own lake house? His own lake house. Oh. He was just chilling and they found him. 
It's yeah. not, it's that not was a pretty like, dumb move, NGO. <laughs> if you're trying to hide from the police, being at your house. Yeah. <laughs> it's probably the last place I'd want to be if yeah. I was getting yeah. <laughs> yeah. like hunted. What the heck? Yeah, but yeah. pretty cool. Okay, that's good. Yeah. <laughs> the next fact is just going to pile on top of a bit of the sadness we've got going on. The Port Arthur Massacre. Oh, oh my God. The Port Arthur Massacre was a mass shooting that occurred on the 28th of April at Port Arthur, a tourist town in Australia in the state of Tasmania. Martin Bryant killed 35 people and wounded 23 others, which is known as the deadliest massacre in modern Australian history. This led to quick action as Australian Prime Minister Goat John Howard starts a gun buyback scheme. Mm. This led to the compulsory buyback of firearms and it led to over 640,000 guns being bought back wow. including the new legal semi-automatic rifles and shotguns. So they had changed the law to make them legal to own and they immediately took them back. Wow. Yeah. Great prime minister. So yeah. Wow. Whoa. Yeah. Very bittersweet in the way that it yeah. like Yeah. Yeah. Was the catalyst for making us a pretty Yeah. Safe safe awesome. Yeah, safe. And it's it's nice to hear that everyone just went. You know what? Sure. Fair enough. Yeah. yeah. Like, I well, don't know if they did. Which is well, not everyone. Sorry, I oh, shouldn't well, say everyone. Yeah. There was um, a lot of pushback. Yeah, yeah. But like a lot but of still, like in the back. face mm. in the face of seeing something so serious and great. then being like, you know what? Let's take action. Especially a prime minister that was like very early into his tenure as prime minister was started prime minister March. Yeah, it's a bold move. Happened in April. Very bold move. Yeah. Wow. March in April. So like yeah. a month. Yeah. Wow. Goat. That's why we love the man. Come out swinging. I like it. Yeah. We have the Telecommunications Act of 1996. The US Congress, Congress, <laughs> Congress passed Telecommunications Act, which aims to deregulate the communication industry and promote competition. This had major impact as it led to media mergers throughout the tele- telecoms industry. And it led to a boost in telecoms around around America. Oh, huh. so yeah. there was probably just like I think there was like a couple, like like a lot more, and there was like a bunch of buyouts and stuff. So that everything was kind of boosted. And similar with like I think the release of the flip phone kind of inspired it because networking and the like the amount of phones on a network needed to have more power to it. So they mm. tried to combine them all. It's pretty cool. Nice. This one's a. I don't even know how to feel about this. The flip, flo- the flip, first flip phone was made in 1996. I did mention. We that. did talk about that. It was At 110 yeah. grams. It was yeah. 110 grams. Oh, I missed it. That was the yeah. flip phone. Yeah. Oh yeah. Sorry. Mm. Lightweight wow. and compact. Oh, yeah. 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 Star Tech. <laughs> 110 <laughs> grams. <laughs> Sorry. That's all good. Stay on the ball. That's less it's than. That's it's, less it's than a box of Oh my gosh, it is. Yeah. Box of Tic Tacs is 310 grams. How do you know that? I sell them at the news agent. <laughs> 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 All right, moving on. Uh, Ru- Rupert Murdoch and Roger Isles launch Fox News to appeal to, con- to a conservative audience. Uh, hiring Roger Isles to become the founding CEO, it launched on October 7th to 17 million cable subscribers. Whoa. Wow. Yeah. Cash. Cash money. That's yeah. crazy. Oh, yeah. Got a couple more. In fact, two more. Uh, the first 
Libyan civil war ended. Okay. Which is pretty great. The first? The first. There was one like almost immediately after. Oh. Uh. Yeah. But this one ended. <laughs> the conflict which started in 1989 ended on the 6th of April. This was because Charles Taylor took power as president. Oh, sorry. I meant Liberia, not Libya. My bad. Liberia. Right. I read that wrong. Took power as the president of Liberia. Taylor initiated the war when he and his militia invaded to overthrow President Samuel Doe in December of 1989. And them, him becoming president, started the him being president. But I don't think it was a good thing overall because they went immediately back into civil war, if I remember correctly. Oh, okay. Yeah. Pretty unfortunate. Oops. Yeah. And <laughs> final fact here to uh, finish off a... Rocky episode. <laughs> mm. We've been everywhere. I, I know. feel like I'm, I'm running to the highest a highest of highs to the Tamagotchi <laughs> to, you know, some pretty upsetting stuff. But the Mars Pathfinder mission was launched on the 4th of December and landed on Mars on the 4th of July, 1997. It was designed as technology, as a technology demonstration of a new way to deliver an instrumented lander and the first ever ro- robotic rover to surface Mars. That's sick. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Whoa. A big innovation. That's yeah. sick. So there you go. That is a snapshot of 1996. This episode simultaneously Great. felt like 10 minutes and 145 Tama years long. <laughs> <laughs> crazy. It got, got pretty heavy near the end. Okay. That's all right. Yeah. Do you want to run down? Yes, please. Absolutely. I need so a I'm summary. I'm going to go back to the top. Because um, there's a lot of stuff. Heaps of movies. Heaps of TV shows. Um, the X-Files theme was number 15 on the charts. David Bowie and Pink Floyd were inducted to Hall of Fame. Um, Atlanta Olympic Games, which was good and bad because it had all 197 recognised Olympic nations for the first time. Um, inventions, Red Bull, sliding doors on minivans. Uh, first DVD player, the USB. Earth's inner core was found, it went real quick. Flip phone. Um, Marvel filed bankruptcy, heaps of video games, MTV Sandwich, Peace Prizes, oh, Nobel Prizes, um, Dolly the Sheep, Peloponnesian War ended, uh, New Zealand man broke into a radio station, man ate his words, literally, the first person to stream their life on the internet, uh, Olympic Park bombing, um, France says no more to nuclear weapon testing, Ted Kaczynski, Port Arthur Massacre, uh, Fox News, and Lib- Liberian Civil War, and Mars. Mm. My brain is <laughs> melting. That's so much stuff. <laughs> right. Yeah. Hacked as well. Yeah. This Pretty is how it is. I'm so excited to be here as you guys deliberate where it sits on the year too. Well, you can, you can definitely can certainly weigh in, please. Mm. Um. So we've got our new scoring system. We we've got our five categories. We'll top your scoring system, TM. True. It's very scientific. <laughs> uh, I like that you said that and then immediately hit your laptop. <laughs> and my laptop isn't trademarked by top year. True. Voices. <laughs> um, the first of the five categories, pop culture. <sighs> Going to be real. Other than the streaming and like. What about the movies, bro? The movie, like the movie is pretty big, but definitely like as in waves of waves of social media, there's like 
not a heap that's impacting or changing, but that's my two cents. I'm thinking like a six or even a five. I'd say a seven because I agree. There's a lot of good movies. Um, a lot of movies that have like franchises. Just want to point that out. And I'm a book lover. Some good books too. Yeah, true. That's Game true. Of a lot of, lot of the books that came out influenced movies. Did I mention the Spice Girls started in this year? No. no. <laughs> <laughs> My bad. Yo. <laughs> I'm going to go with the seven as well. Yeah. I think seven. Because, I mean. Only the mention of the Spice Girls has bumped it up to that the That was seven. an accident. I totally missed that. I love that. <laughs> okay. And the album released and sold 23 million copies. Wilson. That was my Why bad. did you neglect to say that? <laughs> I totally forgot. My oh. bad. <laughs> Don't even stress. A little bit of a last minute. It's, it's late, all right? I'm not used to it. Okay. Two sevens, 14. Uh, second category, historical significance. <sighs> I don't know. For me, it's not as high. I might go six. Yeah, I think I... I think, yeah, I think something around there That's too. I for for <laughs> Australian specific. Like a 10. Historical. For that. So like a, for Australia, 10. For the Port Arthur. Yeah. For the Port Arthur. However, All right. internationally. I'm going to go eight. Uh, okay. I'm trying to make myself be more ruthless. And this has nothing to Critical. do with you, Wilson, by the way. But like, yeah, I'm going to say seven again. Fair enough. 15. Okay, also, I'm going to admit, while we're two down, I'm really dumb. <laughs> and last week on episode 28, when you guys were talking about the top beer pod, people were rating them individually. In my head, didn't add up that you guys were adding them together and then putting them down out of 20. <laughs> now I know and I've learned. <laughs> and that's very exciting for me. Maybe we didn't explain it well enough. <laughs> definitely explained it. because You probably did, definitely. We've had it for two Two weeks prior. This is Two, the third yeah, episode. This is, this is the third episode. 20, anyway. 27, I brushed it off. 28, I was like, that's crazy. They're coming oh, out damn. with the number 16 out of nowhere. Uh, now uh, I know. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Well, for all the v- listeners that were in a similar position. Mm. There you go. All right, moving on to the geef factor. Geef factor. The chuckle factor. The chuckle factor. I feel like there was early chuckles, but yeah. Yeah. The, 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 the facts. Pretty serious. Serious. Six. Six. Twelve. I'll take it. Technological. Nice to watch. Technological. <laughs> high. Very high for me. I'm going to go nine. Flip phone. Yeah. Dolly DVD the sheet. Player. DVD player. The Rover. The yep. Mars thing. True. Yeah. Wow. I'm going to go nine. Really big. I, yeah. That's oh. big, big. And the Nintendo 64. Ooh. And PlayStation 1. Yeah. That was the before. That was the, the previous before, year. But Nintendo 64 came out. But yeah. multiple games for the console for the previous year came out. Yeah. Like she said. I'm yeah. really tempted to say 9.5. <sighs> I'll do it. I'm, I don't know. Should I? Yeah. Let's get a half I rank. think it's pretty big. 9.5. Half ranking. 18.5. I'll take it. 18. And personal enjoyment. I enjoy myself. I'm going to give it a 7. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Understandable. You know what? I'm going to give it a 7.5 okay. <laughs> to round off my 0.5 from before. I liked it. I really liked it. I thought it I just kind of went down because it was pretty serious, the events. We, we started at a high and then we continued to get into murder territory, sad yeah, territory, like, and then... Yeah, yeah like pretty yeah. consistent. But like serious, <laughs> impactful territory. Mm. 
However, on enjoyment levels. And this this does have nothing to do with how it was presented, I will say as well. Ah, um, I had fun. This yeah. is great being, a, content. being okay. a guest on, guys. Do we need to add up the scores? Mathematician Jonty has got the scores here. So <gasps> it's actually 74. So, which is one. Did you want to do four categories? Sorry? No, no we oh, did no. all five. Oh, there you go. And 1960 was 75. Do we trust that? <laughs> I would have. <laughs> Let's double check that. Just did it on the dome. 74. You did it on the dome? So that puts it at number seven on the tier. I, I yeah, wow. Sandwiched between 1960 and 1946. Top of the B tier. Top of the B tier. You know what? Speaking as a completely non-biased third party here that didn't actually <laughs> contribute to the top of your tier, I kind of like that position because oh. – I don't know. I, I personally, I resonate because of, I think, the technological advancements. Mm. Big. Pretty big. Mega. Can, can I maybe introduce a new thing? And feel free to shoot me down. But whenever we have a guest, what do we think about them getting being able to, once we've scored it, either add one point or take one off? I like that. Or that's, leave it the same. That's a lot of pressure. What are you thinking? Yeah, what do you want to do, someone? High or low? And you don't have to. You don't have to, but like. No, no, no. It's it's good to it's good to ponder. I definitely think I pretty I pretty hard agree with you guys on each oh. of the points. So I think I'd leave it where it is. I don't think that's quite an A either. No. Just the. Cusp I think of- it's I think it's just under A. That's why I said I was quite satisfied with where it is. Yeah, cool. Because I think impact wise and innovation, big. However, a lot of the other stuff was like slightly smaller, mm. but it's one off from. 1960. It's yeah, wow. crazy. It was. All right. Wow. Thanks, Maybe, Wilson. Yeah. You're so welcome. Sorry, Carl. I cut you off there. Oh, no, it's fine. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, I've got my year for next week. Oh, oh actually, yeah. No, I actually, don't yet. Let me randomize. <laughs> Is next week the year tier review? It might be. <laughs> <laughs> well, we might need one more to get ready. Still, yeah. But um, yeah. we still have yours randomized. I'm witnessing an off-mic conversation. <laughs> 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 what will the next year episode yeah, be? Yeah, the year episode. Yeah. Randomize. <laughs> I need to make a okay. better sound than that. It's <laughs> close to this one. It's above this one. Oh. <gasps> it's in the 2000s. <gasps> it's 2000 and... Six. Seven. Oh. <laughs> 2007. You guys oh, almost man. mind melded there. That was kind of crazy. <laughs> okay, cool. Whoa. Finally, I'm in the 2000s. So 11 years later. Mm-hmm. This is exciting. Yeah, sure. That's very close. We said 11 years. Something happened in 2007 in this episode. I'll get to it next time. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Hold on. The, HI, the false positive. Oh, that, yeah. but also something else. Uh, the, Something else that I didn't want to spoil. Oh, okay. Well, we'll then don't time. spoil it. Wow. The, sp- yeah. the Spice Girls broke up. Oh, no. <laughs> Are you guys going to bring up Ice Spice? <laughs> Cut that out. No. All right. Yeah. Well, that's Topia for this week. Nice. Thank you guys so much for having me. It's been a joy. I have been a fangirl the whole time. Love this. Someone, do you have a message for the listeners? Do I have a message for the listeners? Um, Inspire them for the It's week. a lot. Of fun on this podcast, and I really enjoy myself. But also, I want to hear more people and their opinions on the pod. 
I'm not hearing enough voices from the fans and I need to feel enriched and appreciated. So I want people, more people to reach out. <laughs> it's at an all-time low. Let's just <laughs> say that. Send in your voice memos, guys. I want to be hearing other voices. Cause yes, please. Please I, do. I won't out myself, but if I have to take the lengths to mail my <laughs> question here... You guys got to do better. Yeah, Somerset was the person who left us the note. True. <sighs> and if people want to send us voice messages or any messages, where can they do that, Kyle? Uh, Topiapod. Uh, on Instagram. Topiapod <laughs> on Instagram. <laughs> yes. Sorry, I was about to say that. Send, send us, us an, what's the email. Send us an email, a lovely, delightful email <laughs> at topiapod at gmail.com. Yes. So, hold on. Are you reading the email tagline. It's in the domeski. Huh? It's in the domeski. <laughs> that thing's been memorized. Okay. I tried, yeah, I tried it's to try to You just you just look like you were sight reading it and I was like, how does he not know this one? <laughs> I do it every week, man. Love I, it. I try to try to make it funky. That's why I did a, a topper a yeah pod. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Alright. Thank you very much, Summer, for joining us. Yes. Thank Welcome. you everyone for listening. It is hot in this room. Goodbye. Stop it. I just gulped into the mic. <laughs> <laughs> right. Later. See you later. Bye. Oh. <laughs> <laughs>